Welcome to the Daily Business and Finance Show. Omicron takes over, the new dominant COVID variant in the U.S., Apple Watch faces ban, and McDonald's investment insights. Plus, Apple fights back against watch ban, Amazon Prime introduces ads, Barry Silbert steps down from Grayscale Bitcoin Trust's board, Bristol Myers Squibb makes a $4.1 billion acquisition of Ray Zibio and Wall Street Eyes record close as NASDAQ, SP, and Dow kick off final week of 2023 with gains. Stay tuned after this short ad break to delve deeper into these headlines. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Omicron subvariant, referred to as JN.1, has become the prevalent COVID-19 strain in the United States, as stated by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Although it is highly transmissible, based on existing evidence, the World Health Organization deems it a low public health risk. The CDC has noted an approximate 10% increase in COVID-related hospitalizations. However, vaccines and treatments continue to be effective against this variant. The administration under Biden has confirmed a ban by the International Trade Commission on the import and sale of Apple watches in the U.S. This decision is due to claims of patent infringement by Massimo concerning blood oxygen technology. Regardless of this, there was a slight increase in Apple's shares and the company still holds rights to appeal. Third-party retailers are permitted to continue selling their existing stock. Equity analyst from Jefferies, Andy Barish, has rated McDonald's stock as a prime choice within the fast food sector. He highlights its robustness during economic downturns and its potential for international expansion. Despite a sell-off in the summer due to GLP-1 drugs impacting consumer staple stocks demand, Barish is of the opinion that McDonald's is on an upward trajectory again and presents a good buying opportunity. He also suggests considering purchases of Bloomin' Brands, Dave and Buster's Entertainment, and the Cheesecake Factory. Apple has submitted an urgent request to halt a prohibition on the import and sale of certain watch models while awaiting a decision from U.S. Customs. This ban is a result of the International Trade Commission's judgment that Apple violated Massimo's patents related to blood oxygen technology. However, independent retailers are still permitted to sell these watches. Commencing on the 29th of January, Amazon Prime Video will begin incorporating a limited number of advertisements into its content. This strategy is designed to finance engaging content over time, while maintaining fewer ads compared to other television providers. Subscribers have the option to remove ads by paying an extra monthly fee of $2.99. However, live events and freebie content will continue to feature advertisements. This approach mirrors those adopted by Netflix and other streaming platforms in an effort to boost revenue. Barry Silbert, the individual who established and heads the Digital Currency Group, has stepped down from his role as chairman at Grayscale Investments. This move has resulted in a decrease in cryptocurrency stocks. Another board member, Mark Murphy, has also resigned. 
These changes are happening at a time when regulatory lawsuits are prevalent and while Grayscale is waiting for an SEC decision regarding its potential status as an exchange-traded fund. The CFO of DCG, Mark Schiff, will assume the position of chairman. Bristol-Myers Squibb has plans to purchase Ray's Bio at a cost of $4.1 billion, with the majority of the funding coming from new debt. The transaction is anticipated to be finalized in 2024, and it's projected to decrease non-GAAP diluted earnings per share by approximately 13 cents. This buyout will incorporate the radiopharmaceutical platform into Bristol-Myers Squibb's oncology division, enhancing its capability to develop treatments for various types of cancer. In the final week of 2023, United States stocks experienced minor increases. The Nasdaq composite was at the forefront with a rise of 0.54%. Both the Dow Jones Industrial Average and S&P 500 saw an upward trend, and all sectors concluded on a positive note. Due to escalating oil prices in light of Red Sea tensions, energy emerged as the top performer. As many market participants are on vacation, it is predicted that market liquidity may decrease, potentially leading to price volatility. The market continues to be buoyed by encouraging economic data, with speculation of a potential rate cut by the Federal Reserve in March 2024. And that's a wrap on the Daily Business and Finance Show. Keep investing in your knowledge, folks. Until next time, stay informed and stay prosperous. I'm Montgomery Jones. And I'm Amalia Dupre. Farewell until tomorrow. Have a good one wherever you are. This content is sourced from the Seeking Alpha website, so support our podcast by becoming a Seeking Alpha Premium subscriber. See the show notes page for links to sign up. This episode is produced by Classic Studios. This podcast provides information only and should not be construed as financial or business advice. Check out our other podcasts in our network at ClassicStudios.com.